All right, three, two, one, and we're live. So the game is search and destroy. You've got an objective, two teams. One team has a, has a detonation bomb, and there's two bomb spots that you need to blow up. And the other team has to defend it, and it switches. And I'm down to the last guy because everybody's fucking sucks, and they die. I heard your clan's and- ass. No, my, my clan's all right. My clan's fine. But the people I was playing with on my team, they sucked. And one of them tells me, rush A. And I'm like, man, I hear there's only one dude left, right? It's just not the proper time for indecision. That's what I mean. When it's down to you and no and one other dude and everybody else has died, they should shut the fuck up. Like, don't, don't chime in, especially when it's not valuable. So I look at A, guess what? Nobody's at A. I turned to look where I think the guy was at. He was there. He was there. He snuck up on me in that time and he got the drop on me. And then they all want to tell me, what the fuck? Uh, pissed me off. Anyways, yeah, you know. I get it. But I, I think maybe it's time to address the greater issue here of, well, the word on the street, despite your protestation, is that your clan is kind of booty, bunch of ass eaters. That's what I'm hearing. Like, the people that I run into in Lansing, I'm like, hey, what you know about this clan? They're like, eh. which clan? Your clan. I, I don't know their name. Yeah. But well, how how do you identify them to these people then? Well, I mean, if you're just going to sit pick apart everything I say. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, pretty fuck. much. Nathan, you've been my older brother for at least 20 years now. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to pick apart everything you say. So I could buy liquor next year. Oh, yeah. Well, I just don't know how long we've been brothers, I guess. Oh, uh, <laughs> as long as you've been. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So you're what? Forty nine. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like Hulk Hogan. OK, I got forever a lot of brothers, brother. Forever young. <laughs> no, I got a lot of brothers, brother. All right, brother. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, you know, it'd be great to do an entire podcast with both people into imitating Hulk Hogan. Uh, I mean, it'd be uh, good for 30 seconds. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Just keep saying brother. America. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan's a bitch. Uh, fuck him. If anybody wants to sound like anybody, they want to sound like Randy Macho Manson. I don't know. I beg to disagree. If anybody wants to sound like anybody, it's Rand, uh, 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 Randy Macho Man Savage. No, Jesse the Body Chura, man. That fellow's got a speech pattern all of his own. Yeah, it's pretty good. Honestly, it is. Well, you be Jesse. I can't do it. No, but I, I can try to do the Randy voice. It's oh, like a yeah. growing storm. Me and the lovely Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Let's start so on on the race. Just to say, the The energy. Coming back into your ball sack. Yeah. That's when you know the rolling thunders are coming. That's right, brother. That's right, brother. (laughs) Yep. Um, Yeah. When that cocaine hits in, it's time to freak out. Uh, Well, if you want to call it cocaine in wrestlers, I I feel like we can't not mention Ric Flair. Mm -hmm. Motherfucking woo. You You think he was coked up? I mean, come on, dude. No, he lived a sober. He's the natural boy, Nathan. What does that imply? Steroids and alcohol abuse? No, it's it's processed. It's processed. And after it gets processed, it's no longer natural. That's like it's like saying Twinkies are natural. Look, bro, once you start using cocaine, it becomes real natural. (laughs) Okay. so, you know, don't don't try to fool a junkie, motherfucker. All right. Well, we probably should talk about that. This is my brother, and he and I are both junkies. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the meeting. Uh, say your piece. <laughs> I'm not a junkie, actually. I've never slammed. I've never uh, shot anything up. Right on. Well, that, yeah. I mean, so you're the one that told me a long time ago, you're like, Nate, Arnold Schwarzenegger says if you're going to do something, do it efficiently. Okay. It wasn't him, but okay. Well, it was somebody. That is William William S. Burroughs, so completely different than Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
<laughs> right on. I, well, yeah. I could be wrong. I'm talking about the guy that suggested that if you like cocaine, you're pretty much a pussy if you don't shoot it. Well, that's sort of the stance I'm taking. Not maybe not a pussy. Okay. You're not frugally, you know, you're not economically responsible, and you're not really trying to yeah. do thing that it can do. The best. right, right. Yeah, no, that's what he says. That's what William S. Burroughs, famed junkie, okay. writer of The Naked Lunch. Oh, yeah, that guy. It, and the, the heroin-addicted father in the movie Drugstore Cowboy with Matt Damon. Not Matt Damon, but the other Damon. Yeah, Damon yeah, Matt. I know who you're talking about. I don't about. know. Matt Dillon. Yeah. Matt Dillon was before Matt Damon. He was a wanderer and a... <laughs> I don't know. what. No, he wasn't a wanderer. What was he in the house? He was an outsider. And then he found his way to the drugstore cowboy, which I believe he acted alongside of like David Lynch's daughter or some shit. I don't know. Oh, good movie. Rate, There's a, a great special movie. place in heaven for those what got delighted. I know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was that what we find from that movie? And now That's, I remember yeah. you never put a hat on a bed in a hotel room. What the fuck? Who does that shit? Somebody's going to die now. Yeah, that's I don't know. I've never I don't remember that. I just remember that that priest dude that you're talking about telling uh matt dillon or damon or oh, yeah whoever uh, dave dillon uh telling him oh yeah special place in heaven for those what's got uh delighted son yeah he, he well that was william s burroughs the uh the very i don't know is it famed i mean does anybody know him no but that was the heroin addict William S. Burroughs, who ex who said that the best way to spend any night or not really any night but the best way to spend a heroin night is to be doing the junk all night long until you have none left. And that's when you shoot the cocaine. Snorting the okay. cocaine wouldn't be enough. Uh, and uh, when you shoot the cocaine, it, it, it gets rid of all the, um, all the fucked up parts from the hangover from the heroin, I guess. Yeah, Speeds that's back a lie. Up. That is a lie. But uh, the guy was a heroin addict until the day right. he died. I don't, yeah, I'm yeah. not putting too much on him to be truthful. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I, I tell you what is... Uh, so the, the flip side of that would be the, the most tragic thing. Uh, and I, I suppose tragic thing is somebody dying. Maybe. I don't know. I watched my dog die recently. It was pretty dope. Uh, like it was pretty dope. Well, I mean, that's how it made me, it determined, uh, it, it made me determine that that looked fucking not that bad. Like you're here, uh -huh. you're, everybody loves you. And then you breathe one breath out and you're fucking not here no more. Uh, you know, that like honestly, I, I thought, wow, if, if I don't have to suffer through heaven or hell, then yeah, when I get there, do that shit. Fucking seemed pretty awesome, but um, but I've also you know saved a bunch of people's lives. I'm up to I think six now, uh, through Narcan and CPR. Um, you mean like, like straight up just uh, what pulp fiction adrenaline to the chest kind of stuff? Well, so that's, that, I mean, less dramatized than that, but <laughs> right on. real drama. Um, not, not nearly as cool as what you're well, saying. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to shoot it into the heart. You're, you Really, you want to go into the thigh, and, and now they've got nasal, uh, which you just spray into somebody's nose. Um, but, yeah, I got, I, there's six people walking. Sounds like bullshit. In my day, we didn't spray it in the nose. We took it straight <laughs> to the chest. Ah, we loved it. If, if you really want this, you're going to keister it, boy. <laughs> right on. Taking the old prison wallet. <laughs> right. But the, the problem is it, it takes so long to get enough Narcan into an asshole. Uh, is that true? It's a, it's a mucous membrane. It's supposed to absorb quickly. Yeah, I don't know. So honestly, I don't know. I'll have to. So the next mother. So just a word to everybody out there who's being a junkie lately. If you OD and I find you. My next Narcan's going straight in the fucking pooper. So do with that. <laughs> um, so welcome to Straight to the Point, completely off topic. Today, my brother, Nathan Dunbar, is with us, and we will be discussing the things that we know about or that he knows about, which apparently is Narcan in the pooper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about it yet. I'm saying I'm about Oh, you're about to learn a whole bunch. Probably yeah. learn real quick. Like, oh, that's the wrong place to put that as you wipe your face. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Candy, uh, I need yeah. some technical. I need some technical help. I guess I can't yell this. 
because I'm too close. I need a, a razor to split this. What are what are you splitting there, dude? This I feel like the camera not being on for this. Is well, when we're over. talking about drugs, it only made sense to me that I roll up a blunt. But here's the thing: I bought these cheap blunts from the from the pot store, uh, and um, they got fucking tobacco in them. So these oh, blunt yeah. wraps, I got to do this old school way, and I'm not the best at that. And I've already, so I tried the the dull scissors along the edge of the the gummed area, and thought maybe that would, but it's really not about to work. So I was about to fuck the whole thing up, and you know I'm a cheap bastard. It cost me like thirty five cents for these things on sale, and I'll be damned if I if I don't yeah, use them. I get that. Uh, thirty five cents. Have you tried keister in the? Have you tried the keister a blunt? <laughs> um well remember when you were locked up nate <laughs> and you were like yeah. hey kyle bring me some weed and you never got it <laughs> right on yeah nope yeah. nope i didn't try <laughs> or i did try and it just didn't work dude it hit me too hard <laughs> right that makes sense hey so so i do have a interesting anecdote about uh keistering dope if you want to hear it yeah with the old prison wallet yeah so so uh I'm, I'm going to change the names. There are people that, you know, maybe to protect the innocent. Yeah. And really nobody's innocent. (laughs) I was going to ask that next. I'm like, really? Uh, There, uh, yeah, there probably wasn't no innocence going on. Um, but, uh, so, uh, I'd been methed out by this point for, you know, I don't know, however long, like you don't time is different on meth because you only sleep every three or four days. Uh, which is why I still, um, <laughs> you look my, my, right. Yes. Okay. Time went slower. Uh, I will not. I will not challenge that. <laughs> so, uh, well, I mean, there's no cameras. They they only know that I look how I tell them. I'm a fucking Adonis, man. Um, yeah, my brother is an Adonis. Uh, everything that that meth promises and more has been achieved <laughs> in my brother's physique. <laughs> and grill. Don't forget the grill. And grill. And grill. Um, you gonna fix some teeth up, Nate? I mean, you you haven't been doing junk now for some time. It is coming up on six years now, uh, and I've got a fucking awesome health plan uh, through my uh, employer. You know. Uh, so what do you? Who do you work for now? Let's let's mention that. I guess. I mean, come on, really? I, I don't know. I don't know. Can we not talk about that? Well, you, I can't you help. Tell, I can't okay, tell you no bad jokes uh, after that. <laughs> um, even even if I suck a dick a year, I'm I'm. I was gonna. gonna you still you can still get uh, fired for it. Yeah, it, well, which sucks because I'm now I'm like so I've been sucking these dicks for nothing. But you also identify uh, as a single. Well, I am a single mother. Female, female yeah. mother, a single that's, mother. That's true, and uh, so yep. doesn't I mean? So are they really going to give you a hard time about saying I don't, suck I, a dick? I don't think they can. I got enough cards to pull. They can ask my wife. I give her this hard pussy every once in a while. <laughs> so uh for those of you that don't know i guess uh you know they want to know your gender sometimes and sometimes your gender different. will determine how much help you can get for your uh disabled children sometimes it, it can yeah and uh it's just better at that point to identify as a female so my my brother uh I mean, everybody comes up to a moment in their life, I guess, if they're if they're going to be a transgender, they come up to a moment when they decide whether or they're not they're going to, you know, take the next step or just be who they are or, or be who they were. And you decided at that moment when you found out it was bad that you were going to be a, a, sing, a single mother. Yes. Right? You had, yes. And when they challenged you on it, you looked at them with all the power of Twitter's cancel culture and said, hey, hey, hey hold up now. Am I wrong? Yeah, uh, well, so what I said was, uh, hey, I'm interested in the single mother program. The lady (laughs) quizzically, uh, you know, that Tucker Carlson look when he's like had a straight shot of confusion into butt or something. (laughs) Okay, yeah, so so she got that. So she looked at me with that and I was like, single, huh? And uh, I said, well, I identify as a, a woman and uh. So, yeah, I'd like the single mother program. I am a single mother. Do you want to challenge that? And she says, oh, no, brother. I just wanted to make sure that you was going to go with that. And That's awesome. 
that's similar to what she said. What it, it was something along the lines of like, oh, oh, I uh, I, I <laughs> apologize. Uh, yeah, you should. I'm sure you do. You just stepped into the middle of a lawsuit. Yeah, you said it's ma'am. <laughs> yeah, with me and this big ass. <laughs> I apologize, Mister Dunbar. <laughs> and uh, so it's ma'am. I then and and then she gave me the paperwork and and ended up having to ask for her supervisor anyways. But in all fairness, I was gonna uh, just because I think <laughs> you know. Because that's you, what you're programmed from taking stuff back to Sears after you gangstered it. No, I'm just you old just enough. Asked to talk. Okay. I'm just old enough for white privilege to have kicked in, and so I ask for managers all the time. Okay, Karen. <laughs> Actually, I think that's a Kyle move, dude. Yeah, pretty I sure that's what Kyles do. I think. Yeah. If well, I mean, Kyle, Karen, it's not that far off. No, I think that. Yeah, that's what they've determined. Kyle's a bit more aggro about it. They say. Oh well. I'm, and there's also Chads, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, so Chads are just like netbeard incel motherfuckers, right? No, the Chad is uh, as determined by the incel neckbeards. The Chad is just a cute guy. He's like a nice guy. He's a douchebag oh. guy. They hate him because he he try he he succeeds. Right. I see. I had it all wrong then. Uh, but motherfuckers that can't get pussy confuse me, anyways. Yes, it's. Uh, I get it. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, but the world, they don't teach it. They don't teach it no more. You know, you go to school, you learn all kinds of shit. You know what you don't learn? You know what? If, if you had a class <laughs> for just that, that you know how mad the parents would be? Oh, like, like steaming. Dude, I heard they got mad just because they were trying to teach kids that there were other religions in the world. Well, they're like, I mean, oh, they're teaching the five pillars of Islam. Can you believe this shit? Well, are they teaching that it's the one true way or are they teaching them about the world around them and the religions that exist? It seems like it seems like maybe that isn't wait. They're in school for a reason. Right. Should shouldn't they be there to learn stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's a place for theories. People, if you give people options. There's, you know, there's a scary chance that they might not pick the thing you want. Yeah, but I, I don't, I mean, so if I want to learn about the Holocaust, I kind of am going to learn a little bit that Judaism is another religion, right? Aren't I? Accidentally. And that's the important part? Yeah, and also, you know. If I want to bomb these, if I want to bomb these motherfuckers over there, then don't I need to learn about Islam? No. No. Now, okay. The only thing you need to know about Islam at that point is that anybody that believes in it is subhuman and not deserving of the same God-given rights that you might try to enjoy yourself. Dude, now, that's, got a, that's a, just a obvious God. from the get-go. Like, it, it's, it, that goes without saying, doesn't it? Like, I need to, is that something that needs to be explained to people? Like, no, first me, then something else. Not, not that's not me. I bought battery uh, acid the other day uh, for my motorcycle battery. Uh-huh. And it was a label that said, don't inject acid. Yeah. So, so yeah, apparently you do need to make things <laughs> clear like that, you know? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. And remember that chick in Rollinwood growing up that drank the bleach and didn't have the bottom of her face no more? No, I did. I did not. Okay, so there was a chick that we grew up with, lived over in Rollingwood, and she drank bleach when she was little, and she didn't have a bottom face. So, you know, you need to tell people. Yeah, that would be rough, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, you need to explain things. Like, uh, I seen a commercial yesterday. It looked awesome. I wanted to buy this car. The fucking car was driving on the side and the edge of buildings, like up glass buildings. It wasn't even leaving tracks. Wait, it was what? fucking awesome. Yeah. And then I it had a little one. disclaimer. Exactly. Has a little disclaimer on the bottom. Car does not actually drive on buildings. Oh, well, well then what? How, why would they even allow you to advertise thusly? Dude, I've been going off about these commercials for a little bit now. They're just they're just programming us every day. And then, you know, they, they set your expectations high. You can drive on buildings and then they crash them. Nope, you're stuck in a traffic jam. 
Dude, you know what I would do? If I could go up the side of a building, I think I'd find my way around the light. Only thing I got to worry about smashing into is a couple of window washers or maybe one of them Spider-Man guys that gets his butt all hurt and about whatever thing's going on and then climbs some tower and says, hey, don't do this. Right, but they couldn't give you a ticket easily either. Well, I don't know. You're, uh, you're kind of ORV, but they would have to yeah. catch your ass too, dude. You'd run to the right. top of the fucking... Of the of the skyscraper and just be like, I'll wait. I managed I managed to get away from the cops in a 1976 four cylinder Mustang once. <laughs> How'd you do that? Uh, there was a small space in between a garage and a backyard, and I hit that yeah. space and ran down it. Made it wait. to a school, huh? Uh, was Je- was Grinot with it with you? Was I there? <laughs> That seems vaguely familiar. Like we took a turn right by that. We took a we took a right. We like we stayed in the left, but we took a right instead. Like we were like we cut off some lanes. And yeah. then then when they had to wait for to, for the safety to go around traffic and shit, we were already parked right there. Like they thought we must have went down beyond, but we parked like right there, right? Right behind yeah. the liquor store. Or it's just another time. Man, we probably it's the kids out there listening. Don't fucking listen to this. First off, parents that are letting your kids listen. Don't, what are you doing? It's just bad. And uh, also, don't run from cops. It's not. They're probably there to help you. Right. But I look like a role model. But if the drugs out of you are going to put you in jail, it does make sense. Uh, I don't yeah. know. It, so here's my advice for that. Honest, like, If you're going to run a little bit of dope around town, cut a hole in your floorboard, man. Uh, they'll see it if it goes out the window, but you can dump that while you drive into right. it in your floorboard. Yeah, and say, hey, I, I drove over that large right. amount of drugs that you were. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. I just seen it on the road, and I was like, damn, if these cops weren't chasing me, I would pull over and get that because it looks like drugs. Well, I'm saying small amount, like, you know, maybe here and there or something, you know, quarter ounce will fucking blow. Uh, well, what do you do with a large amount? You don't cut a hole. So here's the whole bottom up. You don't do that anyways. Here's a theory that a a, a pretty brilliant uh, long-term. Wait, a long-term what? A a long-term, you know, involved in the game person. Yeah. So Uh, you met him in jail. No, I married her. Uh, (laughs) Jesus um, Christ. uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Impugn yourself. But leave our significant others out of this shit. <laughs> Anyways, she'd, she'd love the notoriety. She had good advice. Um, okay, okay. She said, uh, "Hey Nate, like it ain't got to be that deep. We got to be consistent, not flashy. And any deal that's over a thousand dollars. Now, mind you, this is back in the '90s, so a thousand dollars might be a big enough deal for somebody to, uh, you know, want to fuck it up. Anything under a thousand dollars." Nobody wants that kind of hassle for under a thousand bucks. And I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that is pretty fucking good advice. Let's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's just take from the, the tellers and not the vault advice yeah, there. Yeah. The vault's going to have the, the paint package in it, anyways. Right. Not that the tellers don't have one there, but it's easier to identify. Yeah. You just get that drawer 30 times and leave that vault alone. Anyway, what was that? Awesome movie. Uh, it wasn't eight seconds, but it was a Luke Perry movie. Awesome movie. Um, Ordinary people. Never seen it. Yeah, terrible of you. You everybody in the world should watch. I think Luke Perry only made like three movies. Didn't he die? Is he dead? He could be. Sideburns. Luke Perry. The whole reason that Brandon Mulholland had sideburns. Right. I think yeah. He passed. And, I thought he died of cancer or something. But he made a movie. Shoes. <laughs> what were they like some kind of loafers or something yeah penny loafers and he was bucking the trend and putting nickels in them like wow you're a rebel bro the fuck are you actually supposed to put pennies in loafers is that why they were called penny loafers or they were yeah. a penny at one time yeah th- no they they had a little oh. slot for a penny in them bullshit i mean call get jamie to pull it up <laughs> i don't have a jamie candy's the only person working Mark's right the one on. that tells us what to do. Um, but either way, uh, yeah, Jamie said you're full of shit. 
All right. <laughs> she, she's pulled it up and she's like, nah, they used to cost a penny. I don't know. So you, you might be right. I guess it's neither here nor there. Uh, I think I might have missed out. Okay, I followed. No, the same advice. Yeah. Hang on, we've gotten off track. Small amounts over a long time. We've gotten off track, though. Uh, Back to sticking drugs in your butt. So, uh, you still there? Yeah, but I just muted it because the one button on this phone that's huge says done speaking. And uh, okay. so I can accidentally mute myself, which is probably pleasant. Yeah, I mean, it was all right for a minute. I got it. Here, I'll yeah. do it again for a second. Here you go. Speak. All right, sweet. Hey, America, how you doing? This is Nate. Kyle's on mute. Before you Are you get- done, Nate? Oh, fuck. <laughs> ah, uh, shit, man. All right, not long enough. Here you go. Okay. Okay, hey, America, it's, it's me, Nate, again. Uh, and before Kyle gets back, I just want to say a few things before he can come back on and, and be able to challenge me. You know, this this goes out to more than America, dude. I was being listened to in Mumbai. Dude, that's that's who I want on the team. Back to me. Hey, you- <laughs> who, who, you want Mumbai? <laughs> I want, yeah. There's not- I don't even know when I'm done muted or, or not muted now, so you must be hearing me now. I'm just going to stop yeah. this button There's- pushing. There's not a person in Mumbai, in Mumbai that I don't like. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. What, what, what the fuck do you know about Mumbai? I know they're awesome. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Are you just pandering now? Are you just pandering? No. Uh, I, so You're pandering. Really, really what, You're I'm basing, for... uh-huh. what I'm basing that on is a lot of times, like I see National Geographic specials, like these motherfuckers look solid. And I saw one on okay. Mumbai before. Like thick salad? No, like good people, salt of the earth. Okay. Red, right on. red basket type folks. <laughs> well, I got somebody listening there. Somebody in Africa. A couple of people is, in Africa. That is fantastic. Hey, South America, I kind of expected. But uh, okay. thankfully, we got some fans there. I wish I had some Spanish translations. We're trying to work What's on What's up with Canada? You know, I haven't even. Wow, I'm such an asshole. I haven't really even checked. I just naturally assumed that they would be listening to me in Canada. We're related to taking it for granted. Is that the way that works? Is everybody else related to each other? Is that you're talking about Tennessee, Nathan? No, Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Canada, less inbreeding. (laughs) Um, Uh, Maybe. Maybe. So drugs. Yeah. So drugs in the butt specifically. Yes. And the, the anecdote that I had regarding the drugs in the butt. You ready? Yeah. You can't remember at this point? Or? Oh, no, I can absolutely. <laughs> okay. Remember. Yeah, I'm ready. Been ready. It's, yeah, waiting. It's, it's singed into my mind. Um, You're worse than me on this shit. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I'll set the scene, right? Little. Oh, yeah, please. It, well, it hasn't taken long enough yet. Give us right. some setting. Where are we at? Well, what are we doing? Well, we got Is time. Joe Rogan day? goes for three hours, motherfucker. But either way, back to the anecdote. Uh, picture, if you will, like a dilapidated house on the east side with a crappy ass basement in it and a workbench. That's okay. Where- I'll, I live on the south side, but I'm sure it's just like my, the house right next to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very similar. The, the roofs caved in a little bit. Nobody's living there. There, there's a window air conditioning unit, but it's already been stripped out of all the aluminum and copper inside. Yeah, I peeped that the first time I pulled up on it. <laughs> when you came over to my house. I looked in the vents and was like, oh, yeah, somebody been here. They already- All right. So explain that to people for, for reference. So so for years, I scrapped, you know, buildings. I mostly did commercial stuff, mainly schools. Um, it sounds it sounds very. So how much did you get paid for this? Was it like an hourly thing or contract? Well, no, it was all, uh, it, it would have been more like 1099, you know, if you were, uh, <laughs> right. but so uh, Nathan, Nathan to support his drug habit would go to abandoned places and sometimes habited places and take metal out of it. But more, moreover, I wasn't just going to, I wasn't trying to throw you under the bus. Nathan. I was just trying to say that the, the thing of it, <laughs> like in Flint, like that's a, that's a whole enterprise. Yeah. Well, there's nothing, left aluminum. It, there's nothing left. <laughs> There's no industry. And w- when the shops pulled out, the drug infrastructure was the only thing that was left. And with no shop workers to buy the drugs, you know, and, and then spread that trickle down around, what happened was people were like, well, we still got the drugs, but I can't afford them. Hey, look, nobody's living in this house next door or 
Nobody's living in this school down the street. So let's take all the metal out of that and we'll sell it to these freaking places and it'll be green energy type shit. Uh, <laughs> it was very eco-friendly. Uh, like if if the humanity were um, a race were, were insects, these would be those that, that turn that the, the, they do the good work of turning the junk into yes. usable and, byproducts. And if you hire an abatement team, so most of the buildings that were closed down, the schools that I was mostly involved with. Most of those buildings had asbestos. If you brought the <laughs> team in to do the, the teardown, it's going to cost billions. You're talking a ton of money. The reason they had us do it was because we were tearing down those buildings for free, basically, to them. You, know? <laughs> you and, think uh, they? You think there was some kind of a concerted effort to allow it to go on? Absolutely. You, no. Listen. Well, so it wasn't Flint, a. It think wasn't about Flint effort. police first. You're in Flint, yeah. right? It wasn't an effort to like. What do they try to stop as far no, as didn't. crime ever? They, what do they ever try to stop as far as crime? Well, it's hard to stop a crime. What? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. So what you got to be there. Yeah. So I don't know that they were just not actually, or it's just Flint. Like we're they're they're overworked, terribly Very. overworked, and yeah. their morale is is uh, low because people say shit like I just said about them. And it's more low because when they say that shit about them, they don't really have any facts to back it up and say, except for, I mean, they did stop that child uh, pornography uh, thing going on. Oh, good. Their uh, child uh, sex probably trafficking the, or something. Probably the Democrats. I think it's the Democrat uh, attorney that stopped it and the, de- the Democrat um, sheriff, but everybody in Flint is a Democrat. So is it like, it's, it's not it doesn't yeah everybody in Flint you you don't win in Flint being a Republican am I wrong what was even even a old uh, old selling the car guy El Sarah nah him and his crib Patty, oh, Patty Wilson. Lou Williams. Williamson yeah yeah Williamson he, he was a Democrat so anyways it's, back to the drugs in the butt yeah I feel like we're straying off topic a lot <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> So I'm at this workbench down in my basement and uh, messed up in my mind. And uh, a buddy of mine comes over and says, uh, Hey, uh, Nate, how you doing? Uh, what's, what's going on or something, you know? And I'm like, eh, I'm trying to turn these two microwave ovens into a decent welding machine. And he was like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Worthwhile endeavor. Yeah. How, how far you've gotten with it? And I was like, I, I got to watch two more YouTube videos and rip all these wires out. He was like, yeah, yeah, cool. You want a hand? And I thought, huh, this guy's up to something. No, I don't want a hand. I like to build my welding machines alone. Uh, what do you want? And he was like, I was just wondering if you had a shot. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I got a shot. So uh, by I, shot, I, you, you don't mean alcohol, though, right? You mean no, like, no, uh, I, I mean, like a, a tent of mess. Uh, okay. you know? And uh, so. I'm like, I was just about to do one anyways, you know, let's, uh, let's make it happen, bro. Um, so I, I get mine together and I, I put some in a, a water bottle cap for him and, uh, hand it to him. And he's like, Oh shit, I got a rig. I'm like, oh, I, I've only got this one that, I, you know, is really, really old. Uh, cause I wasn't going to come off. The rig. Um, and, uh, I'm like, I got this really old one. You can give it a, a try. You can, you know, uh, <laughs> we got, you know, but you're taking there. on, you're taking on the chance, of course, that you're going to get any number of sexually transmitted diseases, but here, right. Yeah. <laughs> got one uh, sitting in the drawer. It's been right. waiting around for an idiot like you. Okay. You can, you can go ahead and have at it. So, uh, so while I'm doing my thing, uh, you know, I, I hand that back to him and he's behind me. There wasn't that much space because tweakers like to pack shit, you know? So the whole basement's pretty stockpile. And, uh, I do my thing and I turn around and this motherfucker's like digging in his butt. And uh, I was like, wow, dude, what, uh, what's going on there, man? And he says, well, I tried that needle and it didn't work. So I just shot it in my ass. And uh, I said, huh. okay, that's like with the, with the needle. He's no, no, you just break the needle off and you shove it in there. And I was like, okay, yeah, I, I, I didn't know that about that. He said, shit. Yeah. 
started this morning with two Xanax in the pooper. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. The fucking, uh, you know, you do you, boo. Fucking get down. Uh, let's get back to making this weapon machine. So that my anecdote about drugs in the butt. Uh, so gross. Kids don't do drugs. You fucking you might end up working building a welding machine with somebody who has not washed his hands after clearly <laughs> touching his butt. Digging all up in that business. Like you 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 were still like, hey, yeah, help. I could use a hand. And now that you're all messed up, those those Zanny bars won't be fucking with you. I mean, you know, to be honest, there hadn't been water in that house for like a year. Uh, <laughs> the least problematic thing was Ugh. that somebody had had a finger in their butt around there recently. No, no, that was just an addition to the. the <laughs> uh, I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even. I literally am at that point. You've carried me out. I can't even. I'm done. Let me talk to your manager. <laughs> well, that was part of the problem. I didn't have one. Uh, yeah. Hire a good manager. It's it's uh, it's important. Right. On. Well, I've got one now. Uh, you know. Um, and so that's important. Uh, so what what was the change for one? I we we I don't know. I want to kind of briefly talk about kiss. I'm sometimes it, maybe I'm just making excuses for myself and you. But okay, some some people gonna do drugs. Yeah, some are. Like. Like you cannot micromanage anybody's life enough to make sure that the trauma that they encounter won't be the type that won't be resolved enough that would lead them to doing drugs. Yeah, that's accurate. And then it doesn't like I think I was just, what was it? Uh, little Jeremy Phelps. Yeah. He got the very first time I meet him. The next thing I know, I'm 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 huffing gas. Now, I think somebody possibly <laughs> without the trauma to to escape they might have uh, been like i'm not gonna huff the thing that gives me the headache and makes me feel sick I, I could be wrong too i've just recently heard i didn't know this i thought that everybody just had big holes in their memory but i've heard that people that uh that don't have trauma like remember their childhood like all of it yeah well, like, like enough of it that they look at you surprised when you're like, I don't really remember too much, you know, a lot. But then and wouldn't they always like, be depressed? Why? Because of all, because of all this. No, all I think stuff. maybe maybe they had good memories. I'm guessing well, they had good memories. How would that work? Like, I don't know. I don't know. So like, I didn't realize, <laughs> like, I got a portrait of dad on my leg. And right, dad right. passed when I was 10, when you were 12. And I think that's a large part of the trauma that I could easily go to and say, this is why I was pre predetermined, why I think it was so easy for me to find refuge in drugs. However, I think that there was trauma caused by dad's abuse that also, you know what I mean? And in that case, you're at a weird spot where you've almost been you've been uh, spared abuse from your abuser yeah. by a traumatic event. Yeah, right on. That is, that's accurate. He, uh, so I don't know. Uh, mom was always, I mean, she's changed her mind lately, but she was, I was concerned that I was going to get big enough to kill him. And, uh, yeah, I think probably, uh, I don't know. I would have gave it a whirl. Well, he, in hindsight, and in my own retrospect, I've realized now a lot of my, um, like a lot of my, uh, what do they call motivations impetus. come from impetus. They come from, I mean, Beck, dad would ride you so hard. See, so I would see that, but it didn't feel to me as though you were being traumatized because you don't know trauma until someone says, hey, yeah, you see how that's fucking trauma. You know what I mean? It just seems yeah. like it's normal because are you telling me other people don't do this? So dad would ride you hard. I think because you looked like him or whatever, maybe you had different impulses. He felt like he could read your mind and he, he would beat your ass. And not that I would. I mean, it's not like I was spared the rod. <laughs> I definitely got right. my spankings that were rough 
and uh, they were always painful. And it was always a constant. I feel like I don't know. I don't know that I'd go a week without getting spanked. I mean, I think that would not seven I, days. I don't, yeah, not seven days without getting a spanking. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you felt like a spanking was just like a part of like you're going to fuck up. It will be a natural mistake and you're going to be punished for it. You'll have a good Christian understanding of why the necessity for you to be punished for it will go on. But the punishment will be abuse. And people say it all the time when they talk about getting spanked. They're like, I got spanked. I turned out fine. But I don't know that I did. I know that you didn't. Uh, (laughs) It did not have the desired effect on any level. I am certain of that. Unless what dad was thinking was, hey, I want to build a fucking awesome junkie, uh, (laughs) get his shit together until he's 50. Um, They can withstand physical abuse. Right. Yeah. I want to make a guy who really his his best move in a fight is that nobody can do anything but keep beating on it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. They'll keep He's like the Energizer Bunny. Yeah. Um, you know, cause not a good thing for fighting too, to be honest, <laughs> I think back on some of the fights that I've had and, uh, it, a lot of times I feel like, you know, you could have just tapped out right there, bro. <laughs> like you didn't, right. it didn't have to go that far. Like she already ran you over once. Why just, <laughs> just later, you don't got to get two more. Right. Oh yeah. Break my other arm. <laughs> right. Right. See if you can do it. I dare you. Uh, we, we watch that Monty Python or something <laughs> where he's like, I have at you cut off both your arms. No, you haven't. It is merely a flesh wound. There's, there's some insight that I've, you know, I've spent a considerable amount of time trying to figure out uh, like where my life went awry. Uh, and, you know, you don't want to put that on somebody else's doorstep really. Cause because the, the, the way to dig yourself out is be like, oh, well, it's my fault, regardless, you know? Right. Because you if you put it on, if you say it's my dad's fault, well, that doesn't help you out of the hole that you're in now. Yeah. You, you can't, can't dig your way out until you find your control over it. So exactly. you have to say, that's my problem with dealing with and, and uh, with, with not having the ability to deal with an abusive father. Absolutely. And uh, so, you know, and... Yeah. And, but one of the problems in a, you know, one of the, like the oddities of that type of a scenario is when, uh, is when the person that is dishing out, like the abuse is also the person that you love, then it gets really bizarre. And I I really feel for, you know, like chicks that that get beat up by their boyfriends and stuff a lot because of that. Cause I'm like, yeah, I, I a hundred percent. And I work with a lot of those, uh, right uh, uh people you know um I, I specifically work in a specialty court uh a couple days a week here in michigan for uh uh young ladies who have been uh you know in in some pretty horrific situations um and are trying to get their stuff together and uh and and i really sympathize a lot with them because i i can totally understand how you know, you're born into a family or, or you meet some guy or whatever, you know, you're in a family with somebody and the person that you have these intense feelings of, of desire to please this person and, uh, and, and some, you know, familiar bonds with this person. And then just every once in a while, they beat the shit out of you. It's a weird, it's a weird thing because the idea of living without that is, is pretty bizarre. Right. You know, if if you're a young kid experience. Yeah, you can't go and live as I think you ran away one time, but you realize real quick when you get hungry, you're like, yeah, this ain't where it's at. I hadn't made it far. Uh, And and we lived in the, you know, in Beecher. Have Uh, you been by our old house? It's gone. Yeah, it's weird, dude. I I go by sometimes. The road is somehow no longer paved. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I'm, am i wrong i don't know if i went down on a snowy day or something and it's just full of potholes but it was like it, that whole neighborhood is like a bomb blew up it's it's still paved i uh summit school is not operational buell is not operational man i wish i would have known that i would have so scrapped that shit no because it would have gotten you you would have 
been able to stay high another month or two longer by, well, by, by all of Flint being scrapped. Eventually, it might have economically forced you into the recovery and then into the job that you have now helping people through their recovery. Honestly, there is nothing. The only thing that could have done that is what happened. Um, there, there is no, I, I, there's nothing that would have altered my course at that point in my life, uh, other than having a child and, uh, and, you know, minus that I, I would have not have changed, uh, uh, anything about what I was doing. Um, because there's, there's kind of, there's really nothing else in the world that, that I've ever been motivated by. To, to good other than your kids right. they're all that you leave once you're dead all that all that is here for you is is what you've left behind genetically and morally embedded in your children and uh well that's the only thing that might go on i guess welfare i remember when we were on welfare as kids i felt as though our father would complain about how hard it was to get off of welfare and like there wasn't really any 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 steps that was like okay now you're off because it was like you would almost be penalized uh, so we got a car i remember weren't we given a car by the church or something i know we were given a refrigerator once, no they uh, didn't we also get given a car or we bought a car and they determined so, it was worth too much and we had to sell it to stay yes. on adc and have food yes so it's like you can have a car but you can't have food and I, I remember dad bitching about that. Like, what kind of fucking crazy scenario? Not that he swore, but what kind of crazy scenario is it where somebody gets something that will enable them to get off of your sustenance and you you say, no, 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 that's not the pocket I want you. In. I don't want you climbing out of my pocket. I want to keep you in my pocket because you're my voting chip. Yeah. And I've I got to come back. Mm-hmm. It, it's called Sorry. the cliff. It's it's an economic cliff, and it, and and it, I don't know if it's systematically in place or whether it's purposely in place, but it definitely is in place. When I, well, did George Soros? We're going to need a bad guy, I think. If you're working on a conspiracy, okay. find the bad guy first. George well, Soros put it in place. Let's just start there. Th- good idea. Uh, I hate him. Um, so might as well. He he makes a lot of money, and I don't know who he is that well. So let's say. Yeah. Plus, he's secretive. I mean, that's that's fishy. I had somebody telling me about George Soros not too long back. And it's funny. I mean, you know, it's, it, he, he obviously didn't know the guy and it's kind of coming out. He didn't know anything about the guy or whatever. And I, so I was just asking questions. I wasn't, I'm not on one side or the other in the kit. Right. So I'm just asking questions. Uh, and then it, 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 I realized that he, he, he said something uh, that was about, that was basically something like, you know, youthful i was like do you not know how old george Soros? we showed him a picture of george Soros. And he was like, oh. <laughs> oh shit yeah that that defeats a few of my my uh my theories on his purpose of evil and all yeah well so you're you're starting to step into a territory that i that i want to explore a little bit here which and, is what and, which is this uh one of the one of the reasons that i am not racist uh, although I, I have espoused some pretty racist views over the course of my life, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm not a, a clean slate in this. Uh, however, I've, I've realized that uh, what makes somebody an asshole is definitely not the color of their skin. What makes them <laughs> an asshole is some other shit. And to hate somebody uh, for the color of their skin, <clears throat> I think you're missing a lot of the nuance. Like you could be hating this person on so many levels and you've just chosen this blanket statement. That's ridiculous. Like there's it, so yeah. more fucking tasty hate to have, but I follow. <laughs> I digress uh, on this, uh, uh, on this issue. One of, one of the reasons that it's, that it was so easy for me to be like, well, no, clearly it's not a racial thing was because I've noticed that it comes down to whether somebody's a Dunbar or not to a great degree with me. Like uh, we're smarter than everybody, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, our, our kids. Yeah. Are I, don't know. Yeah, uh, I, do. I suppose. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice stance to have. And, and I mean, I, I see it being echoed by every family in the world that has an SUV and a bumper sticker. But uh, 
you know, they're think, right too. Honestly, it's still a cry uh, to mediocrity of some sort. Uh, the idea of of my family or myself being exceptional is actually a cry to mediocrity of some sort. You know, because now we're not. Right on. Well, I, I do. By accepting that you are, you're actually asking or giving yourself permission to achieve less. Maybe. I, I know that I've achieved some things that, that very few people that I've met have. Um, right, right. You know, I, I myself, I feel that I have. However, yeah. I haven't lived their lives either. And uh, Well, that's true. At the same time, Tom Brady has seven fucking Super Bowl, like them rings don't even fit on his fucking fingers. I don't know who they made them things for. Can he get some fingers? <clears throat> I mean, he's probably got enough money now. I don't know. Yeah, I would. That that would be he's the move. Could be like that. That dude with the six fingers was a great swordsman. Um, yeah, I get two more fingers added onto one just so I could have yeah. them all in the same place. You'd you'd be way better than Montoya de la whatever in the Princess Bride. And you go, Montoya. Yeah, yeah. That you killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> he was played by Mandy movie. Patinkin. Who? Mandy Patinkin. He was played by Mandy Patinkin. Really? Who's who's the inconceivable guy? Oh, I don't know. He's a character actor, uh, but I don't know. Right on. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, good. Good hashtag, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yes, it's a great part of the movie, but however, it's it's you know the movie as a whole. I, I, I hate to try and say this one part's good at any point because you know then you, you miss out on the beauty of the whole movie actually together. Look at how many of those actors actually sucked, and it still made such a good movie. You know, if you say Andre the Giant, I'll reach through the screen and slap you. Well, I won't say Andre the Giant, but I will say uh, whoever played Wesley. What's his name? I don't know. Know why? Because nobody knows who the fuck he is. He was in well, Robin Hood, Men of Tights next. There are men in tights next. Tell me any movie that he's been in that has been as iconic as Princess Bride, and you will be wrong. Well, the it, same it goes for be. Billy Crystal. What I about? No, he was he was in a couple of them, wasn't he? What about Columbo? <laughs> yeah, Peter Falk again. No, tell me a movie that Peter Falk was in. That uh, somebody is like, no, that was iconic movie. I mean, well, it, no, it, just it, that Billy Crystal, you could say uh, Harry Met Sally and you could say City Slickers. But that Mr. Saturday Night was pure crap. But at any rate, oh, horrible. also, if you look at the overall acting ability of all those, Mandy Patinkin was in some great films, um, but none of them cult classics so much as that. Nobody else that's an well, actor in that movie is in like these cult classics or these. That, that's He's, because uh, the writers were the unspoken hero in Princess Bride. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The fucking spot on. Shout out to you, writers of the Princess Bride. Uh, yeah. There the are one, enough accolades. The one names that I rarely ever remember a screenplay writers or a writer's name in film. But for some reason, I, I, I have a hard on to remember a million other names. And honestly, it is the screen, screenplay. It's probably got the most control over yeah, my enjoyment sense. of a film. And, know, and I, this I, one, they had a genius. The, the vehicle, though, is genius. Just of the grandfather reading the story to the child. Excellent. Genius vehicle. But again, yeah. as I'll point out, little, uh, little Wonder Years boy. Awesome kid. Yeah, I guess. Tell me another thing that he's been in that was I kind of never mind the Wonder Years. The boy. fucking Wonder right. Years. So I default on that. <laughs> my original claim completely debunked. Uh, in further analysis, and I will shut up now. I so, have stayed, I've stayed too long, and I've said too much. So having acted in one feature-length uh, film and and having uh, had some short parts in, in some others, by the way, I'd like to put in a shameless plug for the movie Crandies, uh, in which I, I played a role. Uh, spelled with a C. Yeah, spelled with a C, yes, yes. Uh, Two N's. Fantastic joint produced. Actually, only one end. One end. Yeah, one end. That's right. Okay. I have no idea. I just, I, I could barely hear what you said. I just wanted to make sure we got it in case anybody searched it because that's my niece's movie. Am I wrong? That is, that is your niece's movie. Uh, right on. Because I, because I mean, I get it. It's also yours. Whatever. <laughs> well, 
I'm, I'm honestly like if, if I have to take a backseat to my daughter, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, my role as, as a, a, you know, a, a lead actor in it uh, with the 40 seconds of screen time that I got is, is far surpassed <laughs> the whole goddamn thing. Now, uh, this is feature length. You said, so it's an hour and a half. It is feature length. It's a little over an hour and a half, actually. But, but you really only have 40 seconds in it. No, well, I'm, I'm actually in it a couple times, but, but my main, scene that i'm in is uh is you know yeah probably under a minute she uh and you're you're uh, the leading role in it no well? i'm only i'm only kidding uh I, oh, okay i was like I, 40 I, seconds leading role the rest of this is a paper bag being flown through the air by wind <laughs> the uh the the credits list me as homeless guy <laughs> uh nate dunbar of right on and, right on uh, Although I, I was also a, a filler in a, a bar scene and, and a filler in another scene um, as well. But uh, yeah, she called me up and said uh, it was when I first got clean and, and moved out here to Lansing. And, you know, uh, she called me up, and said, hey, dad, we're we're doing a movie. Do you think you could play a homeless guy? <laughs> and <laughs> I said, fuck, uh, like how could I not? It'll be a stretch. <laughs> right, right. I've been living in an abandoned school on the east side of Flip for the past three years. Uh, I think I can, you know, I think I can handle that. And I uh, can keep my mailing address though, right? No, uh, I kept Ma's. Let's let's address. talk about how awesome Kiana is for a minute. Your daughter, despite having two meth addicted parents, had a full ride because yeah. of her brains. Yeah, to, academic uh, scholarship to state to state and, and michigan state uh which, which i hear is the good one depending on who's playing football that day yeah i uh i don't know that much about the football but i knew though do know that the people at michigan are a bit pretentious and the people here go green go white or whatever they're talking about they're they're all right you know go green or go white isn't white yeah. and green yeah, when you say go white, you're you're putting yourself in a in a very precarious hashtag situation. So so honestly, I think that their cheer is like go white, and then the other half of the stadium says go green. Which oh okay, yeah, it could be construed, you know, but whatever. I like to, yeah, I like <laughs> to. I'm there. Um, but I the, think we should have never changed the name of the Cleveland Indians, but instead, I uh, had like a, a Washington white skin. Or something, yeah. you know, yeah. they got the Redskins, but like just change it up and then they could do like some really honky ass shit for their mascot thing that would be slightly offensive to like white people. Like Karen said, like just like like act like a, a minority person is approaching your car and you and you press the lock button. Like everybody in the wave kind of motion in one section of the stadium just reaches over, they press the lock button, and then it moves on down the whole stadium and everybody, no, you know, go fucking white skins. I think and then, that anybody that names uh -huh. their shit after some Indian shit just should have uh -huh. like 95% of the proceeds to fucking Indians. Bing, bang. To in, India in, in India? No, no. I mean, not, not like Native <laughs> Get American. your natives right, brah. Uh, Move into the 21st century, dude. <laughs> yeah, I live out here in the sticks. You know, in Canada to use uh, that that uh term the is, pejorative is that's what's called pejorative yeah to use that is pretty offensive it, or is is like it's it's like an n-word here you know right like, ooh. like if you say is this an indian-owned casino or something like all the white people will just start looking around like oh my god did he just say it's <laughs> It's it's natives that do own the casino. That's what you're asking, right? And you're like, oh yeah, natives. I I get that because we were taught in school by fucking honky ass motherfuckers that that they was Indians. Like, hey, fucking Italian came over here. He said you're Indians. They were like, we don't feel like no Indians, you know. And they was like, hey, you fucking Indians, man. Now they Indians. So we call them Indians. They ain't really Indians. Yeah, Let's call it Indians. That is we'll still bullshit. Have so, like, it's actually the French and Native American War, not the French and Indian War. Uh, you know, all these kinds of things throughout your history, they'll have to change. And it's a weird, it's a weird mandala effect that they get you in there. Like, I remember when it was Indians. 
They do get you, and it is weird. Uh, I do know natives, though, that actually have have referred to it for my own understanding and conversation. Said Indians and stuff. So I like I was like, dude, you you completely lost me now. I don't even know. I feel like right. I have to I have to Twitter cancel you now. I uh, <laughs> I, I I've only hung out with a few native type folks over the course of my lifetime. And but I did ask one of them recently that that I you know talked to uh, fairly regularly, like, hey man, is this a uh, redskin shit offensive to you? And, right. And and he said, I mean, to me personally, no, it's not. But I understand that you know I am only one piece of a big puzzle, and if any of my motherfuckers is offended by it, then then fuck you. Then fuck you. You should quit it. And I was like, bet. I got you. I'm, right I'm with that. You know, I, I'm not trying to offend anybody. Uh, like, I don't, I don't want to be a dick to anybody, you know, that's uh, like, why, why would I bother with that? So, so uh, yeah, my faux pas, uh, I, I shouldn't have, you know, spoken so rashly, I guess, in that instance. Um, uh, I'm not uh, trying to ride on you, but I'm glad to hear you have the ability to step back and down. So uh, about that. So a lot of motherfuckers have given me a lot of grace over the years, right? Uh, right. I've done some really stupid boneheaded shit and a lot of motherfuckers have been like, hey, we still like you, though. Right. Yeah. Um, so you feel like being reciprocal for that or, or being not, a pay it not forward even reciprocal. being being proactive about it is, is more mm-hmm. to the point. Like like I have enjoyed the grace that motherfuckers have given me when I've been fucking dumb. And in order for me to really honor the fact that I've been given the grace, I have to be willing to hand it out also. Right. So okay, if, yeah. somebody, if somebody's on some stupid shit, I have to be able to, to, to control myself back and be like, okay, I get it. Sometimes people's on stupid shit. I've said dumb shit before. Uh, right. Let me, let me give this motherfucker a little grace. And, uh, uh, and so here, here you go, bro. Here's a little great. Well, I mean, it starts out as my beginning, my desire to argue all things. Right. And so when somebody sells, tells me I can't say the word faggot, I, I question it because the first time I've ever had sex was with a penis. It was my penis. But even now, if if my wife's going to take the kid out shoe shopping, I'm going to take a little bit of time to get to know myself, light some candles, put on some Luther Vandross and all that stuff. You know, so who's to say that's not gay? Imagine there's a time machine. You go back in time, you meet yourself, you start jerking yourself off. That's fucking gay. I'm sorry. So what's the real gay? What's the real difference here? No, it's gay. So don't I enjoy the ability to say faggot simply because I masturbated before. Furthermore, if if it's how do you know I don't suck my own dick? It's not things that people really share unless you're Joe Rogan. You know, so like, so, so like if I, you know, maybe who are you to judge that I don't already know what it tastes like and have it in my mouth. But in the end, I was, I was convinced that it's a sacrifice that's being made. And that's why same, same as the N word, I guess that's why it's, it's, so I have, you know, without having the sacrifice that these people have had um, and the judgment and all that, that they've had to experience, then I don't, so I just have to be it. But the only way, like there's to be a gay person, to be a faggot, I don't think you can just suck a dick. I don't think you have to like it. I could be wrong. If somebody, my, my son tells me if you don't like it, it's not. I'm like, I don't think so. I like, think if you don't like it, the, it's homophobic. That's not what the guy on the other side said. He didn't care. The other side right. of the hole. Right. He didn't, yeah, he he just, didn't have an opinion. He just he stuck it through the partition. <clears throat> what? You're not into it? No, I'm taking it back. Right, right. No, look me in the eyes. Look at my eyes. <laughs> Tell me you love it. Right. Okay, I don't want. I don't want to lie. No, I will Back say that about headjobs. The, the the real thing is being enthusiastic. The, the, you know, and, and yes, that's where yes. I think I would I would I would really not be good at sucking dick. I would suck dick at sucking dick. I think. I, I think I would suck I dick like, at sucking dick. I feel like if I was going in, I'd like I'd I'd rock it out, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> If you're gonna commit, commit, man. I mean, fucking. Yeah, well, that's what I. I don't know. I don't think I'd want to. It just doesn't. It seems like work. Yeah, like with with no 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 happy ending for me. Like it just the the mess I gotta clean. Ah, maybe it's more the mess. Maybe I'm more worried about the mess. Well, you you sound like a selfish lover, really. That's that's what I'm picking. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but I got that BDE, so it's okay. Right on. Well, hey, brother, uh, I got uh, uh, a wife and kids up, and uh, I should probably attend to this. You're gonna jet? Yeah, it's right it's on. been dope as fuck. Uh, well, I, help me, help me come back on here sometime after this has generated a lot of um, insults, and help me un, untie the knot that we've created. Yeah, yeah. If anybody <laughs> wants to insult me directly, I can be. Oh, Nathan, I was so figuring the insults would be for me. Oh, <laughs> you know, you're a, well, you're an idiot, I mean, Nathan. I don't I don't want I don't I don't want to you know hog all the insults. I fucking love being insulted, man. That's right. You no, know, I commit, like I just said. I'm I'm into that. Uh, That's why I really respect that Jake Paul. I feel like he's made a whole industry out of uh, insults, They're getting yeah. insulted, and then turning hatred into money lining his pocket. If I could get a dollar every time somebody thought I was a douchebag, I'd be fucking great. I tell you, if I got a dollar every time somebody thought I was a douchebag, uh, a lot more people would think I was a douchebag. <laughs> Absolutely. Self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you, you will find Kyle to be a douche. Anyhow, right, this, uh, well, this will be the only podcast. You said too much. What, this will UN? be the only podcast I listen to. So uh, hit me up in a link. Let me know when it's on. And, All uh, right. I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, but I better go attend to my family or right. I'll be a douchebag. All right. Love you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Love you too, man.